I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. From Barangaroo Studios, the AusBiz COV is the key stuff you need to know about the day in business and finance. Good afternoon. This is the COB. Great to have your company this afternoon. My name is Kyle Rodder. I'm with Danny Akia. And um, Danny, let's take a look at the market straight off the bat because we were looking pretty solid to start the session, almost inexplicably, but um, that job data. rallying away this morning. I was, was quite surprised yeah. what was going on. I was thinking, gosh, there's, you know, soft jobs data came out. But in fact, no, it didn't. It, was, it actually turned the market in the other direction, didn't it? It was very hot. Although, you, as you can see there, the market could turn around 11 o'clock, which was prior to the jobs. But uh, as you can see, at around that 11.30 time, we did get that very hot jobs print and well we're starting to ratchet up bets again that maybe the RBA could go in August. So that'll be the speculation especially over the next week or so heading into CPI data. We'll get into it a little bit more but that was certainly uh, enough to kind of sap the momentum in the market today. But why would anyone be surprised about the RBA going again? It's really well like most economists think they're going to go again. But anyway, they are data dependent like the Fed. So. Yeah, well, we had sort of a 25% chance baked into the rates curve for August. So right. I haven't checked that yet. In fact, it won't get updated in terms of the, the public information that I can access. But that's probably moved up a little bit. We've seen that marginal change. So um, yeah, we'll have to wait and see because I don't have the, the, the rates futures in front of me. But I'd say that's that's probably why we've seen that little bit of um, a loss of uh, momentum there in equities. Um, but uh, actually, let's get into the three themes now because you know more or less that is, well, perhaps the biggest thing for the, for the day in terms of the overall market, which is feeling hot, hot, hot. Uh, and you that have is no the idea market. in this studio. Well, it is actually. It is very, very hot in here. Um, so more ways than one. Uh, but confessionals, we still have a few coming through as well, as just company results. Telix and Zip were two. We'll get to those in a second. But um, getting production updates and yeah, some stocks moving on, on, on uh, fundamental news as well. Indeed. Although I wouldn't say the big tech actually missed. Um, it's more a case, I think, of um, the outlook for Netflix didn't look great, mm. whereas Elon Musk was talking down just saying it's a very tumultuous time in terms of selling electric vehicles at the moment. But those stocks in the US, they're priced Mr. Hyper. Yeah, I mean, like you would have to have earnings out of this galaxy, if not out of this universe, to get them to go higher. Well, and isn't that a philosophical question? But we'll leave that one there for another day. Uh, let's move on and uh, we'll get across some of the sectors that we're moving. I thought Infotech would be an interesting one just because it just. This, Keeps this defying is, gravity. There yeah, you go. <laughs> there's your momentum trade. I was joking with Danny today is that she'll uh, be able to, to retire and go back to writing books with the way Wise Tech is going <laughs> because that's above 82 bucks and at a fresh record high, I think think, Danny. Indeed, it is. And computer share, obviously, probably rallying off the back of expectations of of another rate hike because uh, they are a beneficiary of higher interest rates. But look at Zero chugging along nicely as well as Altium. Yeah, certainly. Um, All stocks hitting, well, if not all-time highs in the the case of WiseTech, Zero is at a high that I think it could be a year and a half. So it's certainly more than a year. It could be closer to 145 at least beforehand. I can't remember. It was was 160 or something at at its high. Yeah. But that was, you know, end of 2021. Yes, so indeed. Clawing, clawing that back 
bank, but certainly um, highest it's been in the last year. Um, but let's get banks. to the banks as well. Actually, finished higher today. Uh, CBA um, actually it was above 106 bucks briefly. That yep. I think it maybe lost some momentum too with that jobs report. Just turned sentiment a bit. But nevertheless, rallies, mm. big big rallies in the banks, and uh, it can possibly only come from the US, where those banks have had well, what seems like better than expected results. Yeah, it would seem so. So, uh, well, ANZ down today, uh, sort of the exception to the rule, but um, generally speaking, some strength coming through there. Macquarie Bank too, sort of well into the 180s once again. Um, the areas of the market that did underperform were ones that were a little defensive. bit more sense, yeah, defensive yield sensitive sort of sectors, uh, healthcare uh, in particular, and uh, yeah, well, healthcare, um, real estate, uh, yep. consumer staples, all, all lower today. Um, telcos were as well. So yep. um, just that uh, typical bag of, of stocks that um, don't like when yields go up. Indeed. But um, some of the news today in terms of the mining space, BHP reported fourth quarter iron ore production and it brought it to an annual production record. Uh, in part, improved supply chain performance and strong performance in Western Australian mines. So uh, a bit of an interesting story there. Uh, um, Evolution Mining as well. Ah, they report a quarterly reports for year 23, gold production of 651,000 tonnes at an all-in sustaining cost of $1,450 per ounce. And it expects full year gold production to increase by 17% with copper production up 5%. There you go. And, and actually, did they, that share price go up because... Uh, um, North Star is still falling. Yeah, Evolution was off ever so slightly, but um, Northern Star just keeps on falling. Okay, yeah. They had a broker downgrade by UBS today to a sell. Yeah, uh, and and of course they came off, obviously, the production update yesterday that they had. It was off by 6%, uh, if if I recall. Um, Santos as well posted a 29% drop in second quarter revenue on lower output from its Darwin LNG facility. It uh, came in at $1.34 billion, and uh, I didn't actually check if uh, it managed to move higher or not off the back So Santos that. was pretty much unchanged on the day, $7.64. Okay. Uh, nice and neutral. Um, let's uh, push on, actually. Let's uh, talk now a little stock bit... Stock of the day? ...about, well, yeah, stock of the day. It, uh, it was Zip. Uh, have you ever owned Zip, just for, for fun? No. 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 Got caught, obviously, in that big buy now, pay later bubble that uh, that happened a couple of years ago. I did report today as well, and the stock was up quite considerably at different stages. It's up about stages. 1.5% today to $0.44. Cents. There you go. Mm. So um, a, a little rally there off the numbers. It uh, was our stock of the day. Andrew Violent from DP Wealth Advisory and Henry Jennings from Marcus today gave us their view. think this one that there's there's something there that the market is missing um and i think that for me it is it is a i wouldn't say it's a buy it is definitely a, a nibble if you are a speculative investor uh they talk about being well funded uh they also talk about sufficient cash and liquidity to support the company they are talking about cash ebitda profitability during the first half of next year which isn't that far away, to be honest. Uh, so I, I think the market has just really hated this one. Mm. And it is just showing signs that maybe that hate is misplaced, at least for the short term. The-
very short interest is falling. So in other words, people shorting the company, expecting the share price to fall, has dropped significantly. Mm. Um, so mm. I guess I'm with Henry. I think this is probably a spec buy, not because I'm a believer in the business or, in fact, even a believer in the sector. I mean, I think retail remains challenging as well. But sentiment is turning and as we can see with the share price today up about 8%, I, I think in the short term there might be a little bit of a bounce in this, but it is definitely not an investment. It is a punt. So maybe not a ringing endorsement of the business, but um, a well, punt. a punt, yeah. And, you know, we all like a punt from time to time. But exactly. You might have a, you know, a grand sitting around for some people and you can just sort of chuck it on, see what uh, happens. I usually find they just go pear-shaped and you end up with, you know, something that you just have to divest down the track. Yeah. Like a, a thousand never goes anywhere. I'm not, well, you know what I mean. It's sort of like... Yeah. Oh, mate. Yeah, you, that sounded a bit churlish, so I'll take that <laughs> statement. <laughs> you don't get out of bed for less than a thousand bucks a day, Danny. Gosh. Um, but, I didn't uh, say that. <laughs> well, let's get to uh, our guest for the next uh, 10 minutes or so. David Lane from Audemonette joins us now. Uh, David, um, actually, may as well uh, ask you, just because we're on the topic, uh, would, you, would you have a punt on Zip? Is, is that, uh, are you so inclined? Um, yeah, I probably tend to agree with uh, Henry and Andrew in that there's, there's a bit of life left in it. Um, you know, their result today was better than expected. Uh, and I guess what we've seen in the in the market price with um, both Zip and, and also Newix is a, another stock that jumped um, you know, 40% today. Um, there may be some life left in some of those dogs. Uh, you know, so we've seen you know, those stocks in particular sold down significantly over the last few years. Um, we do see that there is some improvement in Zip. We've got a whole recommendation on it at the moment. Uh, so, you know, it's one that... that Obviously, if you've been in the stock for a long time, it might be a reasonable t time to average down. Um, if you haven't been in it, I wouldn't necessarily be jumping into it now either. Mm. Yeah, now Newix, that was just such a unfortunate train crash for so many investors. Um, yep. And uh, does this mean after their report today that they've uh, looks like they've got annualised contract values that you're citing expected to come in uh, what would appear at the higher end of the range? Is this company really yeah. turning around? Can we justify like that 36% price increase that we saw today? Well, uh, I think it's certainly a, a very positive announcement and it's looking um, yeah, like it does have the potential to turn around, I guess. The, the issues that Newex had a couple of years ago just after it listed and, and some of the, the um, pre-IPO disclosures are behind it now. Um, it is actually a good business and it's uh, you know, part of the, the contract um, announcement today was the fact that the ATO has, has uh, signed a contract extension out to 2026. That contract's worth about $6.8 billion, oh, sorry, $6.8 million. Uh, and um, yeah, overall contract value of about 184 to 186 million. So it is a viable business. It is um, you know performing relatively well. So yeah, I think it if we can put the past behind it, it um, you know, could be a, a stock that that does reasonably well over the over the medium term. 
there was a bit of excitement around travel today as well. We had Flight Centre in the news. It's, um, well, I, I guess maybe, uh, again, sort of benefited the, the, the broader space here. I guess a, a lift in profit guidance. Yes, yeah, they increased their profit guidance uh, by about 7%, uh, said that corporate travel is actually doing quite well. Um, so, yeah, very positive um, announcement, I suppose, from Flight Centre. We saw a, a share price improvement there, and it seemed to flow on to a lot of the other stocks in the sector. We saw strength in, in Webjet, um, SiteMinder, which is a, a company that does the, the technology behind um, hotel bookings, and uh, Hello World actually jumped nearly 10% today. So, yeah, a bit of excitement. So whether it's uh, the flow on effect of the, the flight centre announcement or the unemployment number and, and the fact that you know, we are still employed and, and spending uh, more money on travel or a combination of, of those factors. Indeed. Um, maybe touch on mineral resources because they've been busy uh, redefining uh, in terms of their lithium processing projects and their joint venture with Albemarle. Maybe you can some, shed some light on that for us, David. Yeah, so we saw a, 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 a nice bounce in the share price of, of Minres today. Um, so they, they had agreed uh, earlier in the year that they were going to uh, invest into the lithium hydroxide uh, plants in China along with Albemarle and also their um, lithium hydroxide plant in WA. They've done an about-face on that today, uh, said that they're uh, not going to go ahead with that, so they're divesting themselves of those investments. Um, they'll get about $400 million US out of, out of this uh, turnaround, um, and they're doubling down on their own production capacity, so that they're, they're going to focus on uh, building processing plant in, in WA. Um, so the, the market obviously liked that announcement that they're, uh, they're building their own processing plant uh, here in Australia. Yeah, and uh, I guess Santos as well uh, didn't really move too much on its update. But um, what do we learn from the no. production report? Yeah, it was actually a bit of a disappointing report um, and I guess fairly mixed. Their, their sales revenue was down about 18%, uh, well below the consensus expectations. Um, but overall production uh, was actually up, so they were impacted by the, the reduction in the oil price. Um, Santos did also talk about some of their, their capital expenditure and said that their forecast is that their capital expenditure will actually be a bit lower than what they previously thought. So, uh, yeah, a bit of a mixed result. We saw the share price down slightly, but but not significantly um so yeah i guess they're they're uh, continuing to to do what they do um and yeah probably the the positive that came out of it was that volumes in their their gas business in wa were significantly higher in the last quarter fantastic david look thank you so much for joining Ausbiz this afternoon and that was uh, an excellent rundown of uh stocks that have definitely been in the news today my pleasure. Good to be with you. Thanks, David. David Lane there from Audmanet. Uh, let's get across the leaders and laggards. And, uh, well, David put so many of them, I'm sure. Uh, what Minerals. happened there so eloquently? Uh, yeah, mineral resources up 5.7%. Flight Centre as well, we just spoke about yep. that, 4%. Uh, Ampol continuing, continuing its run higher. Indeed. And I guess Lindley is bouncing. Yeah, it looks like that that as well. And obviously Webjet or probably gaining a little bit of momentum behind Flight Centre. Everyone's still travelling. How about that? Mm. Uh, maybe a bit ominous uh, for, for the need for potential rate hikes. Uh, 
laggards. Now let's have a look at what was at the bottom of the market. Teelix. Yes, we haven't covered that one. They had no. their results, if my memory serves me correctly. So obviously yes. it's taken some steam out of that share price. But gee, the share price had done incredibly well. Yeah, so it's one of those situations, I think, that uh, context is everything. And momentum probably exactly. took, took hold of the stock. But I was, I was looking at it uh, about... A, hour ago and I think over the last six months let me just double check I've it's got it. gone from six dollars up to twelve dollars yeah. so it doubled so it's hardly surprising um, if it didn't hit the sweet spot in terms of uh, some of the investors expectations yeah 14 percent isn't so much in, in that context uh, Northern Star like you said before yeah, Danny's still getting belted uh, brain ship holdings just taking uh, a step back <laughs> after yesterday's inexplicable rally imaging the same uh, down at EDI. Don't, um, know. don't know either, but it could be the same story there. Just a, a volatile stock that happens to find itself in the 200s. So this overshoots uh, when the market falls uh, and overshoots on the upside too. Uh, let's get to the small caps now, leaders and laggards. Uh, Newix. Uh, we were just talking about yep. up 33%. So that's that's today's shooting star. And Hello World also uh, rallying, which we just touched on. Yeah, definitely. Again, David Lane is doing our, doing our job for us. Exactly. Uh, Laggards, as far as the small cap space goes, and nothing that really jumps out to me there no. in terms of anything newsworthy. Yeah, it okay. goes up, it goes down. Indeed. Uh, let's go and take a look on what's happening over the next 24 hours or so. And uh, well, starting off with just the, uh, my favorite, earnings whispers chart. <laughs> Um, I really should be getting a kickback from them uh, from, from this because I put it up every day, but it's just a really great resource. And uh, TSMC, so Taiwan. No, that's tonight. This is after our time. Yeah, 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 so I'm saying. yeah, yeah. Taiwan Semiconductor yeah. Uh, will be before the open this exactly. evening. So that's going to be super interesting. Well, it's after Taiwan closes. Yeah, uh, yeah well, Wall, Wall Street, right? No, Taiwan. Well, that's a company, but it's listed on Wall Street. In, listed in the well, US. it's also listed. But they're going <laughs> yeah, re- to report tonight. TSMC <laughs> is reporting before the bell tonight. American Airlines is as well. Johnson & Johnson. And tomorrow morning, what do we get to wake up to? Nothing as exciting as this morning. Uh, in fact, nothing as exciting as this morning that we'll wake up to. I'm but sorry, it's at the TM- end of the week. TSMC is reported. So I'm just going to make that ah. clear because they're, they're Taiwanese. They report after the close in Taiwan. Okay, okay. Well, what yeah. do we get? What do we get? Okay, so reports first profit drop in four years. Um, I'm not sure that that wasn't expected um, because so you had revenue uh, of 15.68 billion. Um, yeah, so versus so let's have a quick look. So revenue looks like it's come in slightly better than expected and net income is also slightly better than expected. Uh, but the slump in profits is not unexpected because there is a chip glut unless of course you're producing NVIDIA's GPUs but we'll obviously be looking and if I have a quick look in let's see if the futures have updated but they probably haven't uh, in the US because I don't know yeah, if, um, I did see Nasdaq futures were down, uh, just for what it's worth, uh, after the Tesla and, and Netflix results. But uh, I, I humbly apologise, Danny. That's um, all right. That's all right. But TSMC uh, did just report, so it will be interesting. Mike Culler, beginning of tonight's trade. Uh, let's get on to what is going, uh, what's happening overnight. Uh, to begin with, 
Uh, US Philadelphia Fed Manufacturing Index can be interesting just as a bit of an indicator of economic activity, a little bit more regional there, but still uh, it can be sort of symptomatic of the broader broader uh, economic landscape. Uh, German PPI as well for what it's worth. And tomorrow, let's get to some of that data as well. Japan CPI, that could be interesting because I know you were talking yeah. to Chris today, Chris Weston, uh, about the prospect of uh, a tweak of yield curve control. Yeah. Um, says that maybe not next week, but uh, sometime before the end of the year. So that'll be exciting if that were to occur. Uh, UK retail sales and uh, is that Crown and ALX, is that Altium? Uh, no, that is the toll road operator, I think. Um, oh, so Atlas Arterium. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah. So there you go. Some uh, exciting things coming up to cap off the week. But let's just get a final check on the market, actually. So the ASX 200 was up 1.3 points, which is pretty much flat on the day, 7,325. And there is the SIBO up two points, or 0.14%. And the big news, obviously, was the Aussie dollar today, which really went on a little bit of a run, retracing mm. the losses of the last two days. So it's currently up about 0.62%, or 68 spot two, against the US dollar. And that, of course, was off the back of those strong employment numbers that we had out this morning. Absolutely. Okay, well, it uh, gives us plenty to pick up tomorrow morning. But in the meantime, if you want to catch up on everything, it is on our website. Nat. Otherwise, have a lovely evening and we'll see you Friday morning. Bye. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com. Code program.